What's up, fam? Welcome to the Traffic Sales and Profit Podcast. My name is Lamar Tyler. I'm your host. And today, we're joined by my homegirl, Davon Rees. Now, Davon Rees is history. She black history. She black girl magic, black girl magic history, all that wrapped up in one. She's a hotel consultant. She is an award-winning asset manager. And she is about to just blow your mind around what you even think is possible when it comes to wealth generation, when it comes to the places you stay. If your dream has been for you to own an Airbnb, we're going to show you how to think bigger today. What's up, Devon? What's up, Lamar? Did you like the intro? I love the intro. Look, what if we start saying that? I want you to start saying that. What if we start telling people if the biggest you've thought about, right? Nothing wrong with Airbnb. Nothing wrong with it. But if the biggest you've thought about is like, hey, I'm going to own four or five Airbnbs. What if we change that conversation to you should own four or five hotels? Is that possible? That's so possible. All right. So, so this is the perfect conversation with you because I wanted to let them know we're not playing by bringing a young black woman that owns now three hotels. Three. Three hotels. And I feel like this is going to get dated because I feel like you're going to bust past that. And by the time people really know, catch the, the last episodes, time we sat like this, while last time I was on the stage, I had one. Now I got three. All right. And, and this is phenomenal. So let, let's jump right into it. Um, three hotels. How in the world did you become the owner of three hotels? You know, I get that question like all the time. But I love talking about it. Um, so actually, how I became the owner of three hotels, relationships, right? I've been in the industry for 15 years now. I started off as a front desk agent. So throughout my time, I built a lot of relationships. I learned a lot of things, got into um, ownership through uh, working through corporate, working in corporate. So I worked in corporate probably about five years. And so that was my true introduction to hotel ownership. And so just building upon those relationships, um, met Mike Ely. So shout out to Mike Ely. Uh, he's with the uh, Nassau Investments and... Um, he had, uh, we partnered on the Home Two Suites in El Reno um, mm-hmm. with my uh, a college friend, uh, Jessica Meyer, shout out to her. And um, that deal, um, that people keep saying, okay, Devon, why El Reno, right? I didn't know, I'm gonna be honest, I didn't know anything and about El Reno. And El Reno's a city. It's a city, like I had to Google it. And it ain't El Reno, Nevada. No, it's like El Reno, <laughs> Oklahoma. And okay. they, so they was like, yo, Devon, um, it was Daniel Wynn. He's with, with uh, Nassau Investments. He was like, yo, I got this. I, we, we found this deal. And I said, where is it? He's like, El Reno. I said, El, where is El Reno? <laughs> like, what if I had to Google it? And so that was more of a numbers th- deal, right? Typically when I talk to people, like Lamar, when you get your hotel, you know, <laughs> like, okay, you know, try to find something that's like, you know, within the two to four hour radius you can drive and get to it. Um, but since my experience in the industry and, you know, we were going to put a management company, I was like, okay, let's, El Reno fine, because the deal was just such a great deal. Um, we, we bought it, uh, during COVID. Okay. Um, so there was a lot of distressed assets and inventory. Uh, so, um, we were able to get it at a great, great deal. Um, and from there, you know, it was a home two suites, Hilton mm-hmm. property. So it's three things that makes a hotel successful, right? So you got the location. Okay. Location. Location. So the whole, even though El Reno is not like a prime location, but it's the hotel is right off the interstate. So it's right off so the major So people stopping by. So people stop by. It's near a lot of oil rigs. So people who working on projects and staying there for work, um, they can stay there because it's an extended stay. Um, it's a brand, the, the brand, um, which is the second the thing second that thing. makes a hotel successful. 
Um, Hilton Brands, like number two in the world. Okay. Right. Who's number one? Marriott? Marriott. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Operator. So Commonwealth is a, a third-party management company. So for the folks who are residential or Airbnb uh, management company, think of a property, think of management companies for hotels, the property manager for like a multifamily or for your house, if okay. you're in, you know, if you're in rental units. Um, and so they were going to manage it for us. Um, so once we check the numbers, it never makes sense, meaning the returns will look great, not only for us as owners, but also for our investor. Then it was like, all right, we found this deal. Now we got to raise this money. So you were able to get into it without you having to come with millions of dollars. Correct. So you kept your millions in the bank yeah. and used somebody else's millions to get into this deal. Yeah, that's a nice way nice of saying it. You always articulate things and simplify it. Yes, um, we bought it for we bought that hotel for eight point three million. Okay. Um, and we raised. We had to to come in and, and raise equity. So we raised that capital through private investors, um, family and friends. Um, I said, you know, you want to invest in a hotel. And um, I was able to build, you know, my brand through podcasting and, you know, because a lot of talk, a lot of people were talking about Airbnb and, you know, residential, but nobody was talking about hotels. Okay, gotcha. Right. So here I am talking about hotels. I have experience. I worked in a hotel, um, you know, asset management. So just throughout that, that time period, I was able to build a, a lot of experience. So I was had that credibility. So folks, my, now I will, I'm calling out my family. They ain't even want to invest in me at first. People be getting mad. My family. That usually how it always is. So and but, you got to show and prove. Oh, now they a lot of times, yeah. Now they all like me, but that, but that's how it always is, right? So you got to. I mean, I think a lot of times because people know you and they're so comfortable and familiar with right. you, what they know you is they're like, oh, I remember you growing up. They do. I remember you like you you spilled that thing on yourself. They do at, at, that. at the family picnic that time. They like do. like like you're not out here buying hotels until you buy a hotel. I then it's like. You can do when my How can uncle I be that? said that, I died laughing. He was like, Davon, I think you can do it. So proud of you, girl. I was like, well, thank you for the confidence. <laughs> thank you for believing in me. But um, that only person who did believe in me buying a hotel was my grandma. Mm. But unfortunately, she passed away before I could do it. And you know, my grandma was definitely old school. You ain't get your hotel yet. You know, she, she put the pressure on you. Oh, yeah, she put the pressure on you. She applied the pressure. And then so unfortunately, I didn't get it. Um, before she passed, before she transitioned. And um, so after, after she transitioned, I felt really bad because I didn't, and I could have bought a hotel a long time ago. My goal was to do it before I was 30, okay. but I wasn't focused, right? I was, you know, having fun, partying. And uh, I, I just I just wasn't focused. And after she passed, it just hit me. I said, I did not, I, one thing, I just wanted to check my grandma in my own hotel. And she didn't do it. And I said, you know what? Her birthday was February, February 6th. This was February 6th, 20. Like this is in, uh, she died in January, 2020. So I said, I'm, and I said, you know what? I'm gonna buy a hotel before her next birthday, which was February 6th. And we closed on uh, November 1st, how 2020. Old, how old were you then? Cause you said you didn't 33. get about 30. So 33, that's still ain't bad. Yeah, but this really bad. Let's be real. Yeah, this still not bad. But, but, but with both of our personalities, I'm still like, I wasn't even 30. 
You know, I'm still hard. I'm hard on myself. Only on Traffic Sales and Profit Podcast. Joker's like, I'm, I got the hotel at 33 and I'm slouching. I'm still, yeah, I was still a little bummed up. All right, so you got the hotel, uh, $8 million plus property. I want to draw something you said, because a lot of people, even me, the first time you told me about hotels, I was like, man, I ain't got time to be running no hotel. Right, but but you talked about, hey, this one is in El Reno, Oklahoma, you said, yes, right? Sir. El Reno, I'll Oklahoma. I'll be going there tomorrow. El Reno, Oklahoma. <laughs> just check on my property. <laughs> but you said, hey, it's a management group, so just like how if I had uh, a residential property with a yeah. property manager manage it collecting rents doing all that stuff it's the hotel version of that so yeah. they do the day-to-day they do the day-to-day and they handle it and and that's how you can be states away and still have that right. asset there producing income for you somebody is probably checking in my hotel right now but there's someone in that's checking them in with a smile uh you know they're earlier somebody had breakfast somebody had to prepare the breakfast so it's a management company that's that's managing that oversight if someone calls off you know, they hire the staff, they, they manage the, the staff, staff they everything, make sure they get paid. You know, they do the benefits, um, you know, they, they do those things that those day to day operations that we don't have to, to, to worry about, you know, as owners. And so what I do as an owner, um, we do check in with them. We hold, I hold them accountable. Um, so, you know, again, like I mentioned before, I'm going to the property tomorrow. You know, nobody is going to take care of your property like you. And they're a great management company. They're doing the very best they, they can, and I appreciate them all. But at the end of the day, that's my property. So we're going to check it, walk through. And I want to meet the people. You know, I like talking to the people. Mm-hmm. You, When you talk, because I, I used to be a front desk agent. So I remember what it was like from having a good boss to a bad boss. And I never really met the owner because I thought, you know, well, Hyatt at the time, they did own a property, but they weren't talking with us. You know what I mean? So I go and actually talk to the employees. I want to hear, okay, what do you need? What can we do for you? That means a lot because a lot of times owners, when they talk to their employees and employees even express this to me, they say, well, my, my previous owners just said I was a number to them. Well, wow. I know that they're not a number. This is an actual human being with the family, with goals, and what can I do to support them? Because when I take care of them, then hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll take care of me by taking care of the property. What is their reaction when you walk into the hotel and they see you? Because are they imagining that like Davon Reeves is like this older woman, maybe she ain't a sister. Like, like, like what is their impression? They try to play Beyonce when I come in. <laughs> they know I love Beyonce. They were like, we never met an owner like you before. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a little different. Um, I'm, I'm a little different than certain owners. I love it. Now, since then, you've gone on to acquire two more hotels. Two more properties. So tell me about how did you get from the one to the three? Uh, same partner, uh, Nassau Investments, uh, Mike Ely. Um, you know, finding deals, um, going through the deals, see if the numbers make sense. Now, I didn't know where Indianapolis was. So that was the, that was, okay. I didn't have to Google that. All right. So next to in Indianapolis. Yeah. Shout out to Naptown. I see y'all. And then, but Scottsburg, I had to Google Scottsburg. So we actually acquired a portfolio. Okay. So a lot of times with real estates and particularly the hotels, you can actually buy hotels in a portfolio. So I call it, so call it a two piece, right? Like we go to, you know. Place and you get two piece like KFC. That's what we got. Okay. We got two piece hotels, and it was under the same, um, you know, ownership. Uh, we we just bought it. That deal was close to eighteen million. So we bought two hotels for eighteen million. It was the Indianapolis, um, uh, excuse me, State uh, State Bridge Inn and Suites is Indianapolis Fishers, which is about forty minutes outside of Indianapolis. Okay. And then we have the Hampton Inn in Scottsburg, Indiana, which is about forty minutes outside of Louisville. 
I love it. And and for that, you said we looked at the numbers. So when you're analyzing the numbers, like what are the things that tell you whether this is a good hotel deal or not? Well, for the folks who are in residential, right? So when you you want to buy low so you can eventually renovate and sell high and make a profit. So look at the same thing when it comes to a hotel. Okay. Right. So, okay, is this particular property distressed? Is it some upside? Um, we bought these hotels, you know, at the tail end of well, tail end of COVID, you know, it wasn't like full blown, but they didn't quite fully recover. So it was an opportunity for to come in for us to, to re, reposition the asset. It was some it's some renovation that still needs to be done. Um, so we're coming in and and, and finishing the renovation. Um, so another thing, how hotels are evaluated, you know, real estate is by you got the building, you got the comps. Mm-hmm. Well, hotels is an operating business sitting on real estate, right? So when you're evaluating a hotel, not only you're evaluating the real estate, but now you're evaluating the business. Okay. So if we come in, if we come in and the business is performing, it's doing okay, but we come in, we change the management company, we reposition it, we, you know, renovate it. Now, by the time we sell it or refinance, our valuation is a lot higher. Yeah. Because we changed the we we you make increase the, the value of the business. Model. Exactly. Yeah, and the value of the hotel because you're doing renovation. So you exactly. get a chance to increase both. Exactly. To give you added benefit. Exactly. I love it. I love it. See how you simplify stuff? <laughs> I'll be out here. I'll be reading. You know, I've been in some of your webinars and courses. I'm picking up on this stuff. So, so, so let me take you a step back because you go from one to three. You mentioned that, hey, like you spent 15 years, yes. um, you know, working up to this point through corporate. Like, where did it all begin? Like, like where was the first time when you were like, I'm interested in hotels? I was a part of this organization. I've always been like, getting involved in the type A of being a leader. That was just me. So the leader is typically like the president, right? Or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I was always involved with student organizations. And um, so I was involved in NSMH, which is the National Society of Minorities and Hospitality. And um, which led me to join, once I graduated from college, um, the American Hotel Lodging Association Under 30 Gateway. And so it was people, hotel professionals under the age of 30. Well, it was people who under the age of 30 who were like owning hotels. I'm like, Hey, you can own a hotel? Now, let me ask you a question. They inherited. Okay. okay. They inherited. So it's a little different. They inherited yeah, I think hotels. I know uh, was any black people there? Nah. Okay. Nah. I think, nah, uh-uh. It wasn't. It was, it was maybe about 10, about 10 of us. Because I was on, the, like, the, the leadership level. Yeah. The committee level. So it was, like, maybe about five or 10 of us. But I think I was the second chair in the entire organization. So you were seeing up close to transfer what generational wealth look like. Exactly, yeah. When somebody literally would pass down a whole hotel, a whole hotel. or portfolio hotel. Like, and it was nothing. Like, how we sitting there talking, yeah. I'm like, you, buy a ho- you bought a hotel? Oh, no, you know, my dad, you know, he just bought me one. What? You know, so it was just like, wait, what? It just, like, took my Stretch whole... Stretch mindset. Oh, my gosh. And then I, it was other people in the organization, even if they didn't own a hotel, they were on the ownership side. So they were developers. I'm like, how do you develop a hotel? You're not even 30. You're like 28. Like it was just a normal conversation. They were looking at me like I was crazy. Like, what are you talking about? So, so let, let's let me dig into that because what makes you, as you're sitting there having those conversations with them, you're talking to them, and you're noticing, okay, something is different. Right. Like this room is different, right? Like, yeah. like people are inheriting hotels or portfolios of hotels. People are developing hotels in under 30. What do you think? was different in their mindset well, than the they average were born person with it. that would think it of, was ingrained yeah. in them. They 
even if they worked in a hotel, they worked in their hotel. Like they worked in their father's hotel. So it was, they have a different, different mindset. Like their family was grooming them to take over the family business. So I'm still friends with a lot of them today. And that's what happened. They're like CEOs of their parent, you know, their father's company who owns a chain of hotels. So they're, they're just legacy building. Right. And so now my grandmother, she did talk about, you know, keep one paid off house in the family. Right. That's typically what we talk about in the black community, you know, mm -hmm. get a house. But we have other communities that's like, you know, get a hotel, buy a gas station, you know, literally own the block where they literally own the entire block. And they're they're keeping the money within their community. And they're not even passing generational wealth. They're passing careers like they're passing legacies like they're working hard for their last name. They're working hard for you know, there are other family members that are in different countries. So that way their family members can come up. So it's like a, just a whole thing. So me tapping into different cultures and learning mm -hmm. a different culture that really helped me and was like, wait, I got to step my game up all the way up to buy a hotel. So, <laughs> but you also, when you went to college, you went to school for hospitality yeah. or something, right? Yeah, Scott. yeah hospitality and sociology. Yep. So, so, so you were kind of on this path. But it, they, so one thing about a lot of colleges and universities, even with hospitality programs, they don't, they don't teach you to own. Like they're training you or to they're work. teaching you to work to become a general manager. Now, if you go to schools like Cornell or Michigan State, they teach you more of the transactional side. So they teach you more about the brokerage and the investment analysis and private equity and all of those different, where the big money is, right? But I would have never thought about until I took a non-paid internship out of college, mm -hmm. you know, working on $100 million deals, calling to raise capital for $100 million. I mean, I just, I wasn't raised that way. Even thinking of a million is just, I didn't think that was, you know, possible. If I did, my family members, some of my family members were like, oh, you, you can never be a billionaire or maybe a millionaire. You know, it just wasn't, it yeah. wasn't talked about. It wasn't something that they felt like it was attainable because it's something that they couldn't do. So when internally did you feel like it was attainable? Well, like at what point did you say, hey, even though I may have never seen it directly, right? One degree of separation in front of me, when but, I, joined I, that but I can do what they did. So joining that, getting around that getting, group of people. I had, when I changed who I was around, mm, that's when I started being around different people and they started normalizing million dollar conversations, like just like you and I were talking, they were talking about the, the type of wealth and the type of things that they were doing. It was just, it was just normal. Like this is what, and then also once I got into the ownership side of hotels and I took that non-pay internship, the, of course the clients, you know, to develop, hotels and a hundred million dollar hotel more than likely probably a billionaire so those were the clients so again that's opening my mindset you know clients are flying in on their planes and you know we're helping them develop their master plan and literally they're doing it to create a legacy for their children they made so much money now that this is just for fun and they're just doing this to create a legacy for their children for they're creating wealth for three generations so i know you have a son how has this impacted the way oh, you raise your son. Oh my gosh. I didn't really think more about generational. My grandma talked about it. Not really like, you know, keep a house paid off, but I didn't really understand like generational wealth. Like, cause I was about to sell her house. Cause she, she told you, she told you to keep a house in the- <laughs> And that's why she was like, hey, you ever listen. And I was, cause she, she left me, my, my grandma, she left me two paid off houses. Mm. And she was like, at least, 
you know, well, one of them I was, it was like in the country. I don't want to live there. You know what I mean? Oh, my goodness. But when my son was born, I was like, I don't want to go there. I mean, I keep it now. But when my son was born, I said, this is why she want me to keep these houses. Because we can go down there. It's in the country. He had so much fun just running around in leaves. You know, just the little things. And I, and, I, and I saw, this is what I used to do when I was his age. I would go to my grandma's house and literally run around. And she would just be sitting on the porch and it hit me. I said, oh my gosh, this is what my grandmother meant. I'm, I have to keep this house so that way generations and generations that she worked and sacrificed for. Because my grandmother, she only had an eighth grade education. She was borderline illiterate, you know, just the time that she grew up in. And so for her to create the kind of wealth, the for, you know, to help me and my, I mean, I really didn't have that much college debt because of my grandmother. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, what can I do to keep this legacy going on? What I know, hotels, they might stop playing. It was my grandma talking to me. They might stop playing, buy you a hotel, set, set your son up for success. Set your son up like these other families are doing where they're creating. They're not, they don't talk about getting rich. They're literally talking about wealth, transferring millions and millions where it's growing, where they're literally just living off of interest. They're living, I want to create a lifestyle where we're just living off of dividends. We're not even touching the principle. I love it. Uh, hopefully y'all are catching this because that was a nugget. So if somebody's watching this and they're saying, okay, her story has inspired me. I want to build a lifestyle and work towards building wealth and generational wealth and having something to pass down to my children or maybe my grandkids that are here on this earth now and the ones that may come in the future. How do they get started? Like, like, like what would, if they say, okay, I want to get started in owning a hotel, like what are, are uh, two or three things they need to know? First thing you have to change your mindset. That's the first thing you have to change your mindset where you can believe, not even just, just owning a hotel, but just believing that you can do it. Because a lot of people, oh, Devon, I want to buy a hotel. But they don't believe it themselves. They're just saying it just to say it. No, you have to believe it. And that's what I had to I had to believe. Because people told me, Devon, you young, you black. I mean, you know, people who I'm looking up to, girl, you can't buy a Uh-uh. You can't buy You do it 30, 50. Like, uh-uh. Do something else. So at first, I started to believe in them. But once I was like, no, I can do it. Right. So first thing, you have to believe in yourself. The next thing is definitely get education. OK. Right. Um, there are a lot of different organizations, NABHUD, National Association of Black Hotel Owners, Operators and Developers. Um, they have information, American Hotel Lodging Association, a lot of uh, AHOA, Asian American Hotel, all these different organizations. For they're great sources of information for for first time hoteliers and people who want to get into the space. Um, I have courses. Um, I built the community, uh, you know, shout out to TSP for teaching me how to do that. <laughs> I built the community um, uh, where it created the safe space because I've came across so many people who actually wanted to own a hotel, but they weren't around people who believed the same thing. And so they didn't know where to go or they just, yeah. they were starting to doubt themselves. And a lot of times people think, okay, you have to have millions of dollars. Once I started realizing that the uber wealthy, they don't use their own money to make money. Wait a minute. Because I just told you I had to help raise $100 million for somebody right for their hotel. You know, he told me, I don't want to use my money. I want to use the other people's money. So this is what you do. You call all these large corporations and banks. I said, oh. And so it clicked. So, but we have in our community where we got to scrimp and save and we don't realize that 
we can use other people's money to actually make our dreams come true because that's what a lot of other communities, that's what they do. They work together, they figure it out, and now, they, 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 they raise capital. If somebody's watching, are they having to raise, can they raise 100% of money from other people or can some of it be theirs? Like how much would they need to bring to the table? They can, it just, it just depends on how it's structured. I would recommend that you do have something you know, because some people be like, you ain't about to be risking all my money. What you putting in? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and what's something look like? I mean, what'd you say? I mean, I know it's no absolutes, but. At least a couple hundred thousand. Because you can get some hotels for like a million to two million dollars. So long as you got like 10 to 20 percent, you know, down. So at least a couple, a couple hundred. And a lot of times people think they got to have it in their pocket. People forget they have retirement accounts. Yes. People forget they have stock accounts. Like people forget that they have all these different things that they can use to invest and they can grow that. And then that's when a light bulb hit. They're like, oh wait, I didn't know I could use it on retirement. Yeah. Now, if they look for a hotel um, opportunities, right? Besides your group, shout out to your Facebook group. Your Facebook group is amazing. I'm a member. Uh, what's the name of the group? Black Hotel Investors. All right, all right. Want to give a shout out to the group because I know Thank in the group all the time, there's people like, hey, this property is available. Hey, Yo, I saw this. they deals. Yeah, yeah like, I saw it. It's a lot. It's I'm, a lot I'm moving waiting, in the group. I'm waiting for him to sign. It's one of the folks in the, the group, they about to sign a franchise agreement with a major hotel brand. Like the, the group is, and the, the brands are, now the brands are really like, Yo, Davon, how can we get involved? Because <laughs> you are bringing quality people to us so if someone says all right i got the money i got some set aside i got retirement i got stocks i got you know i sold the house because the housing market was hot yeah. now i got this cash i'm sitting on it and they they financially able to do something get people together to do something then like like do they just say hey you know what i love marriott's so i need a marriott or i love hilton's because you told me something that surprised me one time you said some of the chains that I may not think about are the ones that actually cash flow the best. Yeah, yeah, like a choice. Shout out to Choice. Uh, choice Hotels, they're one of the only programs, one of the brands that have a program for um, uh, minorities. They have an emerging markets program. And so they have a lot of economy brands. Um, so like uh, they may, uh, some brands to look at, they have Woodbring Suites, um, Woodspring Suites. Um, Wyndham, that's another program. Okay. Uh, another is, is brand. Choice also quality in? Quality Comfort in. in. Yep, quality okay. in. Quality Inn is another hotel. Look at you, I'm proud of you know your brand. I'll <laughs> be uh, out here a little bit. I, I pay see. attention to what you're doing. I see. I pay and, attention. And then Wyndham, Wyndham actually has a new program. It's called Women Who Own the Room. And so their goal is to, you know, increase the the um, the ownership of women. So, you know, when Ronnie, she decided to get her hotel, you know, Wyndham, they had the Women Who Own the Room. <laughs> and um, they had the Days in. So that's how, so the Indian community or Southeast Asian community, you know, they started owning hotels in America after us. But now they own over 60% of the hotels. So the model that I just told you coming in at the economy level, that's how they were able to, 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 to build their wealth and pass down wealth and have portfolios of, of, you know, tens and twenties of hotels because they started off, they were able to build their cash flow. They understood the business, the keeping their expenses low. And then they start off, you know, when I see, I hate to say it, when I see my people, I don't stay at a quality and I want a Ritz Carlton. Okay, not much risk Carlton costs. Once I show them, like the cheapest one, I mean, maybe, maybe 70 million. 70 million to buy a risk Carlton on the cheap side. How, how much? I don't even think it's that low. It can be, it can get, I've, it, it, cause I've seen what a four season, it was like what, 400,000 a key. So if that's what, 
And even mean, 10 rooms. Per room. means per room. So even if it's 10 rooms, that's $4 million, What? That's what? How much? $40, $4 million? Yeah. So so if you say $70 million minimum for Ritz-Carlton, when we're talking about uh, those choice hotels, like a Days in a Company. You probably can get something for like five, less than $5 million. And that's where you can step into the arena of getting an SBA loan, which is a small business association loan. And, and then I, I want to just bring in how, how attainable it may be to people. Because you're talking about $5 million. And then you said, hey, you know, you get loans because it's not all your money. I think a lot of times people think something costs five million dollars. You got to walk in five. So you're getting a loan you just like you're doing your just home. Like you buy your house. Just you like you buy like your 20, house. You so now, if you put you know twenty percent down on five million, that's only one million that you got to come up with. Exactly. And then, like you said, if the one million I got to come up with is not all of my money, but it's friends, it's family, it's people I'm gathering. So let's say you only got a hundred thousand in your retirement account. Okay. And you know nine other people. You may know a doctor because not everybody want to own a hotel. Some people just want to invest. Like all of my, just the majority of my investors, they they have full time jobs. They not trying. They just want to you know make more money with the money they have. So if you got, let's say going back to that scenario, you need a million dollars. Let's say you got a hundred thousand. You find another nine other people with a hundred thousand. That's a million dollars that you have to put on the down payment of the house. I mean, not down payment on the hotel. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So when you start thinking like that, doesn't it make, doesn't it make it more easy? Yeah, it, it, make, it's like it said, makes it's, more it's, sense. It's in reach. Yeah, it's in right. reach. But that, if you start small, now I wouldn't say go off get a risk Carlton. You know, we be ball. No, okay. I mean, I would be, oh, goodness. I mean, those I was feeling things, for a second. Those, I mean, oof, those things are expensive, right? They're nice hotels, but they're just really expensive. Yeah. You know, even like a Waldorf store, those are really expensive hotels. Um, so, but my thing is, I don't knock people. If you want to get that, you can buy it one day. I just want to start off with that. Mm, just start somewhere. Just start somewhere, and then you can eventually grow. Like you can, you know, you know, my my, my business partner was talking about Mike. You know, they're looking. They're he's working on an eighty-one million dollar project in Sarasota, right? You know what I mean? I think they're looking at the the intercontinental. You know, so you start yeah. off small, and then you work your way up to those $80 million projects, right? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. All right, so um, we talked about how you got there. We talked about the steps people can take, like one, two, three to go. Um, let's, before we get out of here, I want to talk about like what's next for you. Well, and what's next as far as hotels, personally, right, that you want to get in a choir. I do want to hire you. But, but then also what's next as far as this movement you're creating? Because you have a movement where literally you are making hotel ownership attainable for our community. So let, let's talk about what's next for both of those. When you said it, it gave me chills. Like sometimes I, I don't realize what I'm doing until I get my little uh, appreciation messages. Like when it's housekeepers who worked in the hotel or general managers who've been in the huh. industry longer than I've been alive and they didn't think it was possible to own a hotel. Wow. So when I see those messages, I'm like, okay, I can't stop. Like I, I can't, you know. Um, the next step, I do want to get a Hyatt. Everybody knows I want to get a Hyatt. The CEO of Hyatt. Everybody knows I want to get a Hyatt. That's, it's just, I, I started working at the Hyatt. That's like, it's, it's just full, full circle. circle. It's just, I just got to get a Hyatt, particularly a Hyatt house. I already know. Um, I don't care about the location. It just, it's the brand. Hyatt house is the extended safe for anybody who's thinking. And, um, the next step, I'm, I want to make, I want to create a platform. Not want to, I am. You know, I can't share. I can't wait. There we go. I like it. Um, where it makes it easier 
um, for folks to to raise capital. It makes it easier for people to invest. So that's the next step for me is to to make a platform and make it more attainable than what I've already done it. Um, but definitely continue this movement. And when I when I speak on this, it's not an overnight success, right? Mm -hmm. So people think, okay, I'm gonna sign up and buy a hotel tomorrow. But one, you gotta do the work. So if you want to buy a hotel, like you got to be looking for deals, like at least one deal a week. Like it, it, it takes a lot of work. That's why people look for deals for me because yep. it just takes, it takes a lot of work. Um, but that's something that you really want to be passionate about. Now you may just want to invest passively and you know, like, Hey, Davon, I'm not trying to do all that. I hear what you're saying. That sounds good, but that sounds like a lot of work that I don't want to do, but you know, I got some money you know, can I invest with you on your next deal? Or do you know somebody that I can invest with? Um, um, Cause you know, people invest in hotels, just like investing in real estate. So if you get the benefits of investing in real estate, like, you know, tax, yeah. you know, investing in depreciation, you know, and also uh, hotels is more so of a long-term play, right? So when you're in, 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 in investing, you, you know, you get typically your return is probably like three to five years, depending on your strategy. Your cash flow person, it may be something that's that that's that's monthly recurring. So um just going off your strategy and just being honest with yourself. If you're thinking I'm gonna quit my full-time job and then get this hotel and you don't want to put any work in, it, it may not be a a, a a good fit, you know. Cause even Hello. some hotels, if you start off small, you may not be able to bring a management company. But um you do want to start off in a space where you have the right team around you. So either hotel consultant, management company, lender, brand, have that support. So that way you can grow and you can, you know, build that portfolio. So if you do eventually want to leave your job that you can. All right. I love it. Um, how can people find out more about you, find out about the Vaughn Group, find out, you know, maybe they want to get into hotels, maybe they got money, they want to get into one of these deals that you got. How, how, how can they how can they track you down? Because you are looking for not just people that want to buy hotels, but investors that have money sitting on the sidelines, they want to get into the game. Uh, how can they reach out? Well, you can find me um, on Instagram at Davon Reeves. Um, you can visit me on my website, uh, the Vaughn Group. Uh, T H E V O N N E G R O U P dot com, um, and yeah, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, so you can find me there. Uh, my Facebook group, uh, 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 Black Hotel Investors, definitely find me there. I'm actually going on tour, a uh, ten ten city tour, uh, so I'll probably be in a city near you. My tour, my. My hotel tours are different, you know. You know that they are. I'm they, telling you, they, if they can get there, they need to get there. If you you got to be in the room. I I didn't been in a couple of rooms, and a couple of folks came out investors, right? Um, so uh, definitely uh, follow me. Stay up, uh, stay up to date. Um, stay connected. Um, definitely can uh, get you to where you need to go if you need to get in contact. You know, with the brands, brokers. I'm like your one stop shop. You need a lender. Need a broker. Need to get in contact with the brand. Uh, whatever you need to get you to the closing table, because I want to teach people how to become a successful hotel owners and investors. So I have what you have what you need to get to the closing table. All right, and there we go. So, folks, I'm telling you, make sure you support this sister and what she's doing. If you have any interest in all right in getting a hotel and becoming a hotel owner and wanting to even invest in hotels, it's only one person you need to know, and that is Davon Reeves. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Traffic Sales and Profit Podcast. Don't forget to download and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. 
Also, visit us at www.trafficsalesandprofit.com forward slash podcast. On that page, you'll have all the links to follow us on social, me at Lamar Tyler and the at Traffic Sales and Profit brand, in addition to information on our upcoming events, information on how to get a free copy of my paperback book, and more so that you can be the best entrepreneur possible. Thanks again, and I'll see you on the next episode.